morning ladies and gentlemen, this information is for our Alliance Airline customers traveling to Winton on QQ592. General boarding has now commenced on bay number 50. Whether you call Bris Vegas home or are planning a trip to the River City, this is the podcast that will help you plan the ultimate bluey day out. <laughs> the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. G'day, it's Lou here for Bluey's Brisbane and this episode should really be called Bluey's Queensland. That's right, we're off to Winton and we're going to speak to a heap of people behind the tourism experience in Winton and we'll put all the info for the attractions as well as links for the Alliance Airlines 2022 Winton Day Trips from Brisbane in our show notes. Now, Winton. Now, he's a lovable little bulldog in Bluey. Bluey, can I play with you? Yeah, you can play. Woo! We need a muscle man. Can I be a clown instead? I can do this. But for real life, Winton is the birthplace of Bluey creator Joe Brum. And it's the dinosaur capital of Australia. Well, give us give us a lie down on Winton. Where is it? And um, you know, what's on offer in Winton? So Winton is located in central western Queensland, and it's not only home to everything dinosaur related, it's also uh, the birthplace of the iconic Australian song Waltzing Matilda written by Banjo Patterson. Now, Banjo, as a lot of the big fans of Bluey will know, is also another minor character. We haven't met him yet, but on bin night, we heard a lot about Banjo. Hey, how was kindy, Bingo? Good. Wait, no, bad. Oh, why bad? Banjo called me a bobo head. What's a bobo head? I don't know. A bobo head. A bobo head. Banjo the bobo head. (laughs) What did Banjo do? He ran off and threw his hat in the bubbler. There's some lovely little Easter eggs, isn't there, about um, the Brum family and living in central west um, Queensland uh, and references to very Aussie things. Well, actually, anyone who listened to that um, interview I did with Joe Brum from the archives a couple of years ago, originally he said he wanted to set Bluey as a more um, generic Queensland feel before it became very, very sort of Brisbane-focused. So... You know, in some of these episodes recently, um, in season two especially, we have seen those Queensland regional areas popping up. And, of course, Charleville in chest. So, you know, make sure you listen to our episode from Charleville when you finish this one. Absolutely, yes. Now, back to Winton. Why is this a must-do? There's so many great historical things that I think it's great to get the family out there, not just reading about it in a book. You're going to see things that are the history of not only just Queensland, but Australia. So Waltzing Matilda was inspired by an 1894 Shearer's suicide at a nearby waterhole called the Combo Waterhole. And it was first performed as a song in Winton's North Gregory Hotel on the 6th of April, 1895. It's also interesting that the shearing sheep and dinosaur story all intersect in Winton because local grazier, David Elliott, uncovered some bones of what were, in 1999, Australia's largest dinosaur while he was mustering sheep on his property. So you've actually done two trips to Winton, one by road, one by air. So so just quickly give us the lowdown on the, the air trip from Brisbane. It's called the Winton Day Trip on Alliance Airlines. Look, you're going to have an early morning. Um, I saw dawn that day, but the great thing is you can get in and out of Winton in a day. All your transport is taken care of. 
took about two hours, just under two hours to fly from Brisbane to Winton. And yes, you're going to land on a strip in the middle of nowhere. There's a tin shed they call their airport and it was delightful. Um, Now, our group was split into two and I did the town first. So I got to see Waltzing Matilda Museum. We did a walk through town as well. I got to see the North Gregory Hotel as well. Had a great pub lunch as part of the day trip too. And then in the afternoon, after the lunch, we swapped. So I went to the Australian Age of Dinosaurs, which is about 11-ish kilometres outside of town, and to the Jump Up, as it's known. And you have spectacular views across outback Queensland when you're up the top. And it's a location that's basically looking over where they keep digging up dinosaurs, and they're literally tripping over them out there. So when you landed in Winton, um, you were greeted by someone uh, pretty special in the town, right? Oh, there was someone very excited uh, when we arrived in Winton. Um, So not only were two dinosaurs greeting us off the plane, uh, but also the mayor of Winton, Gavin Basket, um, was there to greet everybody on the inaugural day trip. Gavin Basket, you're the mayor of Winton. How are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm having the best day today, Gavin. Look, I'm here on a fact-finding mission. Bluey Cartoon and Ludo Studios claim that Bandit digs up bones in Longreach, but I want to throw that open to you. Where does one dig up bones out here in the outback? Yeah, they've been misinformed there. You've got to come to Winton. Winton's a place to dig up the bones. They're everywhere. And why is Winton famous for that? Well, this is where the dinosaurs roamed back in the day, 95 to 100-odd million years ago, and um, they laid to rest here, and their bones are just coming to the surface again now, so... You've just got to keep your eye open in the Winton area and you never know what you might find. Now, I'm about to get on a bus and head straight there for the Australian Age of Dinosaurs, but I want to know, you're the mayor. How did it feel to see all these day trippers from Brisbane getting off the plane to do this trip today? Oh, this is fantastic, and I must thank Alliance for putting this flight on and showing faith in their tourism product here, and I couldn't think of anything better I'd rather be doing if I lived in Brisbane as flying out to Winton for the day and having a look around the Australian Age of Dinosaurs and the Wasp Matilda Centre and a great feed in one of our local hotels and then back in your own bed tonight. So looking forward to a great day. Now, what's special about Winton? Pitch it to me. Winton, well, we've got a lot of things. We say we punch above our weight. We're the uh, Australia's capital, dinosaur capital. We're uh, home of Wasp Matilda, the birthplace of Qantas and the home of the Boulder April. So we've got a lot of history here and you need more than a day. So hopefully this will just give them a little bit of a taste of Winton and uh, make them want to come back again. Now, there's a character on Bluey called Winton. It's one of Bluey's best mates. He's known for doing his raspberries with um, puffing out his cheeks and having making fun. Would you like to try and do that with me now, Mayor of Winton? Do a Winton? Well, I can try. I'm up for anything. All right, you're ready. Let's do it. Blow your cheeks up and push it out. (laughs) Is that a raspberry? You, I you've don't done know. Well. You've done well. <laughs> that's, now I'm that's, me, the, that's my first attempt, so I can only get better. I'm getting the eye. I better get on the bus. Okay. Thank you so much for greeting us and speaking with, with us today at Louis Brisbane. Hope you have a great day. Thank oh, you. That's guaranteed. Thank you. All right, Lou. So that's the mayor of Winton, Gavin Basket. Obviously, he loves his town. Pretty proud of you know everything that's been built there, especially with the dinosaur museum and the fossil processing lab. So you actually got a chance to speak to the main man himself, David Elliott, the farmer who kicked all this off, you know, 20-something years ago. This was incredible. And I'm I'm even getting emotional just thinking about it. I mean, this was back in May. 
But David was kicking around in their to set up their latest exhibit, and it's a big Cycad Valley. There's um, true to life uh, statues as well, and they're recreating a bit of a stampede through this Cycad Valley. And there he was, just kicking around, making sure the cycads that they had put into this valley were there. He had a cycad expert with him. Uh, and he happened to come up to their stampede um, exhibit. And I thought, I'm just going to go and say g'day, as you do. And he sat down with me for five minutes and told me um, his story and a little bit about the museum. David, I just want to say thank you so much for sitting down with me today. No, you're um, right. No worries. It was a very unexpected stumbling across you in the Valley of Cycads here at the Australian Age of Dinosaurs. Uh, talk us through some of the statues that we're looking across here where we are at this facility. Um, well, we've got, we've got a, a whole bunch of bronze, bronze um, dinosaurs at the museum that have all been done from digital models. Um, but they are like those two sauropods are the same digital model. They've just been reposed, and you know you sort of shrink them a little bit this way and stretch them a bit that way. Whatever you can do, whatever you want with them, sort of thing. So they look quite different, but they are, but they are the same model, and that's the beauty of it. So those two, um, those two ornithopods there, for instance, they're from the same model. So you've been reposed and just changed them enough, and then you make two dinosaurs out of them. You know, so you can. So um, we've done that with all of our bronze statues on the museum, and uh, so they're very, they're very uh, lifelike, very realistic, and done by an artist called Travis Tischler. So uh, and uh, they're cast in Thailand oh, from bronze. Yeah, so they're, they're, those big sauropods there between them landed here were over nine hundred thousand Australian dollars. So they're, they're not cheap. Wow. Mm. We're here also at the March of the Titanosaurs. You've just opened this up. I think it's a less than a week old. That's right. It's a week since we've opened it. Yeah. And um, that seems to be going well. I think everyone's enjoying the, the tour and everything down there. And probably on a hot day, they're enjoying the air conditioning in there. <laughs> I can vouch for it. I'm enjoying yeah. every bit of it. I'm yeah. like a kid on Christmas to oh, doing today. Um, but I want to throw it open to you about how does you feel when you see people like me just grinning ear to ear, staring at these statues, staring at the footprints yeah. and the stampedes? Well, it's good. Oh. It is good because the whole idea of it is that you want to, you know, if you put a lot of effort into something as we have with this buildings and statues and trackway and everything, and you know, we've been on this particular project here for three years now. So, so it's very, you know, at the end of it, you know, you really want to see people, you want to make it feel as though it was worth your while, you know, so it's nice to see people enjoying because that's what you're doing it for, really, is you, you want people to come here and enjoy themselves and, and get something out of it and take away something. And, and, and also, I suppose, the other side of it is we want, we want positive feedback. We want people to enjoy themselves, go away, tell their friends. And um, because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we want to try and build this region, build other regions into making the towns viable in regional Queensland, Western Queensland, you know, because they've been struggling for a long time and um, they've always traditionally been relying on primary industries like sheep, wool, cattle. Yeah. Well, those sort of things now, there's no employment opportunities much anymore. There's, you know, and the drought seemed to clean us up a bit. And uh, so... Tourism is our is how we're keeping our towns together, but only just, you know, and um, there's lots of little businesses in town that and all these little towns that are struggling, you know, and they go good during they go well during winter and in summer no one's coming out much and it's very, very quiet. So we're trying to increase the tourism opportunities in the region and particularly in summer so that people come 
here all year round and we can start to get a more robust towns in the west you know and yep. that, that helps to hold the australian infrastructure together so you've got people coming from darwin to brisbane or whatever and and there's towns with good healthy um infrastructure in them you know so they've got um you know, food drink beverages hotels motels all that sort of stuff that are that are there that are to, to look after people and look i'm a career counselor when i'm not doing podcasts and talking to ex-sheep farmers about his dinosaurs but I just want to actually zoom in on that about how did you pivot from being sheep farmer David to dinosaur David and was that a gradual process or was it one of those sort of lightning bolt moments of yeah I'm going to do it yeah it's not a lightning bolt moment that's for sure and and I'm not really a dinosaur person particularly I, I, I do what I do mainly for you know for regional community type of aspect of it you know I've been, I'm third and fourth generation or whatever it is out here and um, so I want to be I want to main, you know, sort of contribute back um, I love fossils I love I'm, I'm interested in natural history but as far as dinosaurs I'm not really any more interested in a dinosaur than any other prehistoric life really to be honest I, yeah. know, I, I'm just interested in natural history and uh, and I'm passionate about doing something out here that can keep this make this region somewhere where people all want to come because that, that will not just help Winton it'll help Long Huon, Richmond, Borja, all these other little towns out here that rely on tourism as well, it'll help them to survive as well. So I think it's a knock-on effect, you know, of doing something in Queensland or Western Queensland that's going to make a big difference. You know? Thank you very much, no, no Heartfelt, for talking to me today. Now, Vicky, the bus driver, is cracking the whip, so yeah, I'm going to get going. Get and I was cheeky because I've got the boss, so that's okay. Thank you so much for talking to us. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Oh, man, that's just so amazing that, you know, you met David Elliott in the middle of the brand-new exhibit at the Australian Age of Dinosaurs. Um I may have held up the bus, but no regrets. (laughs) Hashtag no regrets. (laughs) Well, look, obviously the other big thing on the Winton Day trip is you get to go to the Waltzing Matilda Centre. Oh, yeah. Uh, Many Queenslanders will know that the, um, the centre burnt down a few years ago and they've rebuilt it from scratch. So, um, so what was the Waltzing Matilda Centre like for you? Um, they have a claim to fame that I didn't know. They're the only museum in the world dedicated to a song. There's no other museum in the world like it. Um, they were burnt to the ground, literally, in 2015. An absolute devastating fire. It's actually fascinating to see what artefacts actually survived that fire. So anything they could save, they made sure that they put front and centre. They have wonderful artefacts of Australian heritage. So our shearing heritage, our farming heritage, but also there's a little bit of dinosaurs and geology in there as well. So if you really want to get a sense of what is it like when you're outside of even a tiny town like Winton, this uh, museum is fantastic uh, for its exhibits. And for the Aussie fans who are listening in, if you do like Mystery Road, um, it's filmed out there too, outside of Winton. So if you do like your silver screen and the golden screen, movies and TV, there's a few things in there for the film and screen buffs as well. And it's just absolutely a must-do, and I really enjoyed talking with Jenny Elliott at the museum. Tell us a little bit about what you get to see at a Waltzing Matilda Museum. Um, so many years ago we had a historical society and uh, down the way when tourism sort of got a bit of a go on, we thought, well, maybe we should do something. So somebody came up with the idea of a Waltzing Matilda Centre and the idea behind that was um, this history of the song Waltzing Matilda. It was first performed in public at one of our local hotels. So we thought, why not build a building and a museum dedicated to a song? 
and it was the first one in the world and there is only one other one now. So, yeah, we're pretty famous for that idea. Um, and then the idea was to just tell the story about the history of the song Waltzing Matilda and also now in this new one we've incorporated a lot of history about Winton with the shearing industry, films that have been made here and that type of thing. And as well, we've kept the historical museum as part of the display. So Mystery Road, the movie, was actually filmed in this part of the world, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Um, It started off back in 2007 with the proposition. Um, The guys were out here for a few months in summer too as well, so it was very tough for them. And some of the guys that still always remembered the scenery um, and they were blown away by it. And so then they thought, well, we'll come back and make another one. So, and then there's been two, so Mystery Road and then Goldstone since then. And that's a very modern history of Winton. And I love how you guys have got other aspects of what the history is out here, like the shearer strikes too, how that affected the local area and station life as well. Yeah, there's just so much stuff. And it, um, you could probably build two or three museums and fill them all um, with the opal industry as well. So um, Boulder Opal is mined at Opalton. It was a booming town once back early when they discovered the opals. Um, A lot of people down there now too um, and amazing coloured stones come out of there that sort of blows you away as well. Um, The shearing industry, of course, we don't do too well with the shearing industry now because the price of wool dropped many years ago and so we've got lots of um, cattle now. Um, Still though, that's good. But, um, of course, we suffer badly with droughts and they don't do too well. So, thankfully, tourism um, holds us up. Look, it's been fantastic so far. What I've only got to see a little bit so far, but I want to throw it open to you to make a pitch. Why should we pack our bags in Brisbane and get to Winton? I think it's just because we've got so much to offer and it's a really friendly town. You walk up the street, all the locals will say hi and have a chat and you'll learn lots about the history of the town just through speaking with locals and we have lots of other minor attractions as well um, we have the Willie Ma Chinese Market Garden many years ago we had Chinese market gardeners that would supply the town with fruit and veg and there was one left sitting after the poor fella passed away and so we've preserved that so you go down there and have a look at those brochures and plaques to tell you how that would operate a musical fence, was, a, which is a little quirky. A guy came up with the idea in Victoria and he was looking for somewhere to build it and Winton said, we'll have it. So we've got that as well. The historical theatre, the open-air theatre, there's only two left operating now in Australia and this is one of them. You can sit back during oh, about three days a week now and um, get to watch the stars and watch the movie at the same time. Yeah, so we've got so much to offer, I think. What's something special about Winton that you would love to share with tourists who come into this town? I think it's just our laid-back lifestyle. Nobody seems to be in a hurry. They've got time to stop and talk to whoever they meet. Um, And just there's so much history that um, in a few days you'll learn basically about it all. And it's just really interesting. And you've even got a few dinosaur bones here too. Any hot tips for doing Australian Age of Dinosaurs? Yes, Australian Age of Dinosaurs, they just keep building and building. They have a laboratory area, a preparation place, a canyon walk, and now the um, march of the Titanosaurs. So they found, discovered some footprints in a creek bed about, I think it was 70k from town. They've moved them all and built a building again at Age of Dinosaurs and you can have a look at those as well. 
It's pretty amazing. It's also on top of a flat-topped hill and you can just see for miles. It's incredible. Okay. That sounds like a good hot tip of what to do. Now, you're also the information centre for Winton, so can you book all your tours and things through here? Yeah, so just give us a call um, prior to your trip. If you've got a couple of weeks spare, we can forward out an information pack. We send you brochures and it's just easy to sit at the table and have a leaf through them. Give us a call. We can help you with any sort of question that you have um, and then help you plan your trip. Too easy. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thanks very much and thanks for coming. Oh, amazing. You know, a, a whole museum for Australia's unofficial national anthem, Waltzing Matilda. Um, rugby fans would remember, you know, 20 years ago around the 2003 Rugby World Cup that happened in Australia. John Williamson used to walk around the field before a game of footy with his acoustic guitar singing Waltzing Matilda. Oh, um, yeah. For our international listeners, John Williamson's the guy who wrote True Blue that Lucky's dad sings in um, in Dad Baby, another classic Lucky's dad moment. Um, but look, the, the reason why, one of the reasons why you've been out to Winton, um, you know, as we've said, Bluey fans will know that Bandit Healer is an archaeologist. He digs up bones and, mm. you know, we see those shots in his study with the dinosaur bones, and I think there's some dinosaur footprints and things in there, but... Oh, yeah, he's got a stampede above the deck door, yeah. Um, now, now, fun fact, Joe Brum's older brother, Adam, is a professor in archaeology, and he specialises in human history. So, obviously, the, this could be the inspiration for Bandit's career choice. Obviously, there's the pun there, the play on words, but... So, Lou Bromley, if Bandit digs up dinosaur bones, should he be a paleontologist rather than an archaeologist? Look, Justin, we have opinions about archaeologist versus paleontologist for people who dig up bones. So we decided to take it to the Australian Age of Dinosaurs, to Jesse, who was taking us around the processing lab, where they actually deal with the bones that come out of the field. Bandit, as you know from Bluey, he flies into Longreach to, quote, dig up bones as his day job. We have a suspicion that's not being an archaeologist. Can you break it down for us? What's an archaeologist versus a paleontologist? An archaeologist is uh, to a paleontologist what a doctor is to a vet. Archaeologists do uh, dig up, uh, look at uh, humans, human remains and uh, human prehistory. Paleontologists do everything else. Aha, uh-huh. so we're digging up bones, I think, in Longreach. No, you'd have to come up the road to Winton and it's probably paleontologist. Yeah. Um, I like you agreed with me. Good. <laughs> yeah. Unless you find some humans out here, human bits, then it's paleontology. And can you describe why we've got all this noise and action in the background? Where are we? We're in the Australian Age Dinosaurs Fossil Preparation Laboratory where we prepare all the dinosaur bones and get the rock off them uh, so we can see the bone that we're working with. Because you've already dug up the bones, you've put them in plaster casts, and is this sort of like the waiting room to be able to go, right, which ones we're going to break out and examine further? Exactly. It's our uh, storage where they're all uh, waiting their turn to be cracked open and dug into and prepared. Now, do you have a favourite? They've all got names. I'm just going to, I know everyone's on audio, but things like got Bob and we've got, you know, Trixie and Mackenzie. Who's your fave? I think Judy's going to be my favourite. We're still finishing Judy off, but uh, we think Judy's going to be pretty exciting. It's a sort of... That's what we can hear, all the work on Judy. What is Judy? Tell us about it. Judy is a sub-adult sauropod. 
So sub-adult is sort of about a teenager age, a uh, bit younger than adult, not quite fully grown. And uh, sauropods are the really big plant-eating dinosaurs with long necks and long tails. So one of the biggins. Really biggest. Uh, the biggest land animals that have ever walked on the planet. Now you talked to us about uh, Dig a Dinosaur program. What's the deal? Anyone age 18 or over can pay to join us and help us dig up our dinosaur bones. And you can... Deal. Find out on our website. Yes, and we'll show those details as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, and I just got the call to get on the bus. All right, I better run. Thank you. Thank you. This is Bluey's Brisbane. And last but not least, Justin, I couldn't resist. I met the gorgeous Kelly. She was a mum taking her kids, Morgan, who was celebrating his eighth birthday um, on the actual day of the day trip. And his sister as well was a huge Bluey fan too. And I had a little chat to them about what they thought of their day out in Winton. And here's what they said. Today was just simply spectacular. A whole day in Winton from go to woe was just everything. Being welcomed at the airport by dinosaurs and a goanna um, to going into town and learning all about Waltzing Matilda. Um, a delicious lunch and then heading up to the Australian Age of Dinosaurs. Uh, which is just amazing. And look, I'm going to throw this question out to you as a mum, as well as working in tourism. How did you think the concept of doing the day trip to Winton for Brisbane families? I actually thought it was a brilliant concept. Morgan has been so excited to head out to the outback for months. But the idea as a mum, or years, sorry, Morgan, um, but the idea as a mum, having a little one in the car, just who has no concept of travel and time, it just seemed very overwhelming, um, knowing how easy it is to travel through the outback, though. But today with the day trip, it's a big day. We're up at 4.30. We're home at the airport at now 7 p.m. Yeah. But we simply, it's, I know he's so excited to get back out there and just simply explore more and just to see other towns, you know, go visit Bandit's Longreach. Um, but, you know, also do so many other cool things that you can only do in the outback. Yes, so would you rate it because of those time, for time-poor families, if, you, if it's something you've always wanted to do but you just can't get there on the road trip, would, do you rate it 10 out of 10? 12 out of 10. Yeah, there you've got it. Yeah, simply, just, it's simply easy. I mean, the, the outback itself, it's so, it is very accessible. You can drive out there. You can fly out there. You can catch a train out there. You can catch a bus out there. But today, actually doing it all in one day, it just, it just really opened my eyes to think, this is, we, we, have, we have physically done so much. It was awesome. Oh, it's just another Saturday. Thank you so much for talking That's to me okay. today. And uh, I think we're all a bit tired. Might yes. retire now. Yes. Um, my bed is calling. I think, too, one of the fun things about doing this day trip, Justin, like, Bluey isn't real, but we really enjoy it when we see for real life things that have made it into the Blueyverse. And, like, hmm. clearly we're not going to, you know, write angry letters to Ludo Studios going, he's a paleontologist, not an archaeologist. Like, chill, right? Just chill. Yeah. But what's actually been really enjoyable is that you can actually make this such a bluey experience with your family. And, like, we've talked about, you know, Queensland Museum here in Brizzy. They've got the cast of the stampede, but you can see the stampede out there. And being able to tie it into what kids have enjoyed and that you can make it a more bluey experience, I think that's magical. And it doesn't have to be exactly it. The bluey verse, it isn't for real life, and that's what's wonderful about it. Once a jolly swagman camped by a billabong 
Under the shade of a coolabar tree And he sang as he watched And waited till his billy boiled You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me Down came a jumbuck To drink at the billabong Up got the swaggy And grabbed him with glee And he sang as he stowed That jumbuck in his tucker bag You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. Sing it now. Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. And his ghost may be heard as you pass by that billabong. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. Up the wallaby!